Have you ever wondered what international relations is? Do you want to gain significant insights into daily world developments that go beyond mere news headlines and how these developments might affect your daily life? Then you've come to the right place. Welcome to In Relation 2, a podcast presented to you by the International Relations Review at Boston University. I'm Maria, your host. I'm Margarita, your other host. If you're interested in anything related to international affairs and politics, then you should definitely stay tuned to the future bi-weekly episodes of In Relation 2. We'll be talking about how international relations relates to your life and the lives around you. We'll bring you news from around the world, in-depth analysis of political, economic and cultural trends, and prominent guest speakers from the international affairs community. Coming up on future episodes, we will explore the field of IR and show how it connects to your lives in a multitude of ways. In Relation 2 will not just stop at informing our listeners. We aim to inspire action, provide the tools for introspection, and help you analyze the world in a new light. Expect to hear from a range of leading professionals and unique perspectives, from experts in the field to other passionate students. In Relation 2 hopes to embody the words of Mahatma Gandhi, be the change you want to see in the world. Since knowledge leads to change by keeping us all inquisitive, we hope to help you personify the change you want to see. We also aspire to support change and reform by informing you on the many professional opportunities and pathways in the field of international affairs. And that is our sneak peek of what In Relation To is. Come hang out with us, learn about the different paths of IR and how we can be the change we envision for the world. Till next time, stay inquisitive. We would like to thank our podcast director, Neha Tsusa, sound engineer, Rishvin Pravin, script editor, Isabella Nunez, associate producer, Andrew Severance, and editor-in-chief of the International Relations Review, Bridget Lang. We can't forget the Boston University International Affairs Organization. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to us at inrelationto at buiaa.org. Welcome, my name is Margarita, and today we will be discussing what is going on with the tech industry. For almost a year now, the once believed to be a titan industry has been experiencing a severe crisis marked by unemployment and confusion. We will look at the backstory to this crisis, how it is being handled, and what the future holds. So, this year has marked a recession for what seemed to be an untouchable golden sector, Silicon Valley's tech industry. Almost every major company, Amazon, Twitter, Google, Microsoft, Meta, and more, have announced massive layoffs over the past few months. In 2022 alone, there were 120,000 layoffs in the tech industry, a staggering statistic if you ask me, and 2023 is not looking much brighter. Just a few weeks ago, Google announced that it would lay off 12,000 workers, Amazon announced 10,000, and Spotify around 600. The slashes in workers between 2022 and 2023 amount to around 4% of the tech sector's employees. For years, working in one of Silicon Valley's so-called unicorn companies was regarded as a great, if not the greatest, achievement for anyone interested in tech. This idea also seemed to be reaffirmed with the pandemic, as tech companies saw stock values and revenue soar, largely due to the surge in e-commerce and increased use of technology. So... You may ask, what changed? In response to the boom brought on by the pandemic, tech companies began hiring unprecedented amount of workers, often competing with one another. As the pandemic receded, the tech companies had engaged, that had engaged in the so-called hiring binge were hard hit with the consequences of an impending economic crisis. 
Many experts attribute the crisis in the industry to a bursting tech bubble. In very simplistic terms, the interest rate hikes from the overall economic recession have reduced the access to capital and have made future profits much less valuable. Furthermore, global spending on tech hardware was down 5% this past year. As the cost of living rose due to inflation, so did the cost that tech companies have had to bear to hire and maintain skilled workers. This all sums up to a pretty considerable number of obstacles to the tech industry's prosperity that we previously observed in the last decade. One interesting theory brought forth by Stanford professor Jeffrey Pfeffer argues that the ultimate explainer for this trend of massive layoffs is copycat behavior. Pfeffer argues that this behavior is dangerous for a plethora of reasons, most notably, though, because it has shown not to actually improve overall company performance. Severance packages cost money and reduce the morale and at times productivity of current workers. Pfeffer further dismisses the idea that massive layoffs are the result of a tech recession. Rather, he emphasizes that the role of social contagion and copycat behavior have played in this phenomenon. It is as if these companies are engaging in massive layoffs because it is quote-unquote trendy. So, now that we have discussed some of the potential causes of the crisis, it is time to analyze the different ways that companies are approaching the situation. Let's start off with a company that has been the object of extensive public scrutiny as of late. That is, Twitter. As I'm sure many of us are aware, eccentric billionaire Elon Musk became the owner and CEO of Twitter in October of 2022. Shortly after his ascension to this role, a series of drastic changes were implemented, notably the mass firings. Just in his first week, Elon Musk oversaw the slashing of around half of Twitter's workforce, which amounted to 7,500 individuals. It is important to note that I don't mean to place all the blame on the new CEO, no matter how controversial he may be. In fact, there are concrete economic motivators backing Musk's actions. For example, in November 2022, Twitter was losing over $4 million per day. Accordingly, Musk tweeted that he was left with no choice. But how did Musk handle the necessary firings? Twitter laid off its workers via email or or simply deactivated their company Gmail and Slack accounts. Brutal. I know, right? In response, the company got a large number of lawsuits alleging that they violated federal laws by failing to give enough notice of ongoing firings. Now let's move on to the titan of the industry, Google. On January 20th, 2023, Google laid off 12,000 U.S. employees via email. This came as a shock to many. Sundar Pichai, the CEO of Alphabet and its subsidiary, Google, explained, Over the past two years, we've seen a period of dramatic growth. To match and fuel that growth, we hired for a different economic reality than the one we face today. He further stated that impacted employees will receive severance as their respective and their respective 2022 bonuses. Google had recently instituted a new review system called GRAD, which placed around 6% of its employees in low-ranking or low-performance positions. Within the context of an economic crisis, this new performance review system may have given Google the push and framework to conduct massive layoffs. Similarly to Twitter, Google has faced major backlash for its handling of the layoffs, particularly due to the fact that they were carried out via email. A software engineer, Justin Moore, stated, So, 
After 15 and a half years at Google, I appear to have been let go via an automated account deactivation at 3 a.m. this morning as one of the lucky 12,000. These recounts reflect a rather grim reality. After all, no one would expect one of the most progressive and benefit-providing companies in the world to fire personnel via automated messages in the middle of the night. Additionally, the Alphabet Workers Union sustained that it was unacceptable for a company with $17 billion in revenue in the previous quarter to let go 12,000 individuals. If we have learned anything from Google and Twitter's handling of the situation, it is that no matter how entrenched you are in the tech industry, you should not employ technology to fire mass amounts of workers. So, after hearing staggering statistics and stories of disengruntled ex-employees, the future for tech and our economy as a whole may appear bleak. However, there are some upsides to the situation. As a New York Times reporter, Trip Mickle explained, the tech industry is in a resetting phase. They have overhired and now they have to adjust the current status of economy. This is a natural economic process, and by looking at the fundamentals of most businesses, the industry is likely to remain fairly strong. Plus, these layouts are likely to have a positive impact on other more traditional industries, such as the federal government, the healthcare industry, and more, that need tech-savvy employees. Some people are understandably concerned that the current crisis in tech forebodes a more general economic downturn. However, analysts at Goldman Sachs have outlined three reasons why this may not be necessarily the case. First of all, the tech industry represents a very small slice of the economy, so the layoffs taking place right now will not have a significant impact on overall employment. Notably, the tech employees represent only 0.3% of the overall job market. Secondly, workers fired from the tech sector are likely to find alternative sources of employment relatively easily. There are a lot of other industries, more traditional industries, such as the ones I mentioned, like the federal government, healthcare industry, etc., that are in dire need of tech-savvy employees. Lastly, massive layoffs in the tech industry have already been observed, notably in the early 2000s, but they didn't always indicate an overall economic downturn. So, while these massive layoffs in the tech industry have caused duly concern, there are reasons to be hopeful for the future. I hope you enjoyed this episode of In Relation To. Thank you for tuning in today to learn more about the tech industry and its struggles.